on last week's Irrevelations. I was born into a world I didn't choose to be born, and I'm stuck here, and I recognize that God makes all the rules, so that's why I fear and worship him, because I have no choice effectively. And the other guys are kind of like, yeah, and also you'll get a cookie. First off, he reminds Job how helpless he is in the eyes of God, that he has no power, and he needs to shut the f*** up if he knows what's good for him. Of course you worship him. He has all the peanut butter. Give it that he taketh away. So he's like, yeah, I know God did this. Shut the f*** up about that. And he puts us on earth, makes us suffer, and then lets us die, and that's the f***ing end of it. I don't know. Life sucks. Yeah. Before we turn to the word, I would like to say this. I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. I guess they just caught a new serial killer out of Jersey Aww. that I guess had like been killing a bunch in New Mexico. Yeah, from New Jersey. Well, he—I guess he killed a bunch in New Mexico and then moved to New Jersey. And did a bunch of killings there, and then they caught him, but his M.O., they're like, oh, this matches a a spate. Which just goes to show you, if you want to murder people and not get caught, stay in New Mexico. Or mix it up. Yeah. But I think New Mexico's, um, as someone from New Mexico, I think that's a great place to kill, if if you got to. Why, places to hide bodies? Plentiful? A lot of places to hide bodies, a lot of Native Americans, a lot of uh, undocumented immigrants... Yeah. And a lot of gambling addicts, you know, there's a lot of people you could kill where no one's going to ask questions. Vulnerable populations. Vulnerable populations, yes. Yeah. So, so. If, if you want to be a serial killer, if you want to get into sex trafficking, right. um, any sort of child abuse is going to be easier the, there. The land of enchantment is where yeah. you could do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, We're giving good it. advice. We should be an advice podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I would love it if we just had like a like call in caller, give us some advice. And he's like, "Hey, man, I'm thinking about a place to like start hunting hookers." I'm like, "Oh, bro, <laughs> northern New Mexico, man." <laughs> I would say Reno, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think Reno's too. Po- I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, man, northern New Mexico. <laughs> they even I, have hookers. I, the cops don't even investigate. I'm just saying, if you were going on a spree, sure, that's where I would do. Ricky Ray okay. Rector's toolbox. Anyone remember that shit? That's yeah, a fucking yeah, yeah. Northern New Mexico. Huh. Well, that's fun. There you go. Um, speaking of speaking of people killing people uh, and having bad days, barely, barely. Oof. Let's let's talk about the Georgia massage parlor shooter. Yeah, I don't know. Let's delicately unpeel this story of fucking yeah. brutality and woe. It is pretty uh, fucking. It is a it is a fucking tasty onion, like it's, when, you, when you break it all down. I wouldn't like how, say that it's gone. Um, okay, so <laughs> the basic facts for people that ha- live under a rock. This guy with three names, obviously. Um, of course. Goes We're not going to say his name in no, part because we him. don't want to give him notoriety, and also because I don't know his name. I didn't yeah. that deep. In. Yeah, and I'm not going to look it up. Fuck this guy, obviously. 
Not literally. <laughs> uh, that is actually what made him kill people. So, right. Uh, church boy, right? Southern church Southern boy. Southern Baptist. Yeah. Shitty facial hair. Oh, Some of, of course. Why do they do that, by the way? I don't know. It's a. Uh, it's it, it kind of ties into I think this whole thing, but we'll loop back to that. Right. Um, Let's talk about the beard eventually. Sex addict ish, but not real sex. Paid like mas- like happy ending sex addict, right? Apparently, I guess. Let's get in. Let, let, we'll talk about the full stream, but let's talk okay, about okay. just what he did, and then what we'll talk did. about motivations and, and whatever. Uh, he uh, air quotes snapped one day and went on a shooting spree to three different massage parlors slash spas, whatever you want to call them. I think there was like a nail salon or something. Yeah, it's like too, a spa like across the street. Yeah, three of those Fuck. killed eight people. I think two white women and six Asian American women is the count because race definitely. Right has some role to play in this. But, but I, I, that's what I think is so funny, is that race does have a role to play in it, but it's not the way you think, I think. I, I think it's kind of a, an interesting... Uh, yeah, I agree. It's like in the weird, like, trad guy thing. But yeah, we'll it's a too. strange one, yeah. Okay, so he kills eight people. Innocent lives, bloodshed. Uh, immediately, of course, the news is full of stories about how he was such a nice young man. Right. And the cops, the cops telling the news, oh, he had a bad day. You know, no right. one posting pictures of him posing with guns and stuff. It's all him at church and right. being a sweet boy. And they caught him on his way to Florida, yeah. which is a fucking bad move. I guarantee the salons in Florida will fucking shoot your ass up. Although you'd think Atlanta oh. would too, but <laughs> but uh, that's the beauty of Florida. But um, they pit him on his way to Florida from Atlanta. They pit maneuver him, take him alive. And then they're like, why'd he do it? Why'd he do it? And I thought, and this is kind of what I want to get into. So in the immediate aftermath, they caught the guy almost immediately. Yeah. Dude shoots up a bunch of plays. They're still like recovering from the wreckage and going in there and find a bunch of shot up bodies and stuff. They catch the guy, uh, put him in a record, white guy with shitty facial hair, which let's talk about now. Is that, I guess the whole point of the shitty facial hair is like, they think beards are manly, but the whole point is that they're not manly. Like, well, especially if you can't grow The people themselves growing them. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look at me. Clean shaven. You know why? Because I know if I grow a beard, it's going to look even worse. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't even well, call I, it a beard. I think that's the difference is that I also am completely incapable of growing a manly beard. I have, yeah. like, Native American blood in me, and it sucks. Uh, I'm just – I just have some weird, like, adolescent-looking disease for my I, I face. Can't, I can't drink for shit, and my beard comes out looking like a scraggly vine of nonsense. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, we're all mutts. It's whatever. But I don't we grow get... a beard. I don't. I don't make the yeah. attempt. I don't. My manlyhood is not based in my facial hair, so I just shave myself and and go off looking like a normal fucking loser. Sure. But um. But anyway, so scraggly beard looks like shit. Obviously, that's why he can't get laid. Um. Without paint, amongst the other. Do you know what though? No, 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 I assume no, no. he's not a great no, 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 conversationalist. No. That's clearly not why. Okay, because people <laughs> with shitty beards get blade left and right. It's a personality thing. Let's come on. Let's not give well, them any no, I think the beard reflects the personality. I don't think True, you know. true. It's like it's like the fedora. The fedora is not the the root cause, but it is a symptom. Sure. It lets okay. people know a long way off this guy is diseased. I'm with you. But even then, if you wore the shitty beard confidently, you'd be fine, I think. It's kind of yeah. my point. Who's a who's the the guitarist or the lead singer from um I think it's System of a Down. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tankian. Tank. Yeah, Surge Tankian. Surge Tankian. Surge Tankian. He has a shitty fucking beard. I bet he <laughs> I bet he slays. You know? Oh, yeah. he's Right now, he's listening yeah. to this podcast balls deep. The re- Yeah, the reason it's so fucking shitty is all the vaginal juices tangling it up. But, Likely. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there's this guy. Uh, but I, now, I, let's I think, get into his background. Right? Well, 
I, I want to talk about the media response because I thought that was the funniest fucking bit. Oh, sure, was the Asian thing. Everyone's like, oh, he's shooting Asians. This is obviously Trumpism and targeting Asians because of the coronavirus and the quote-unquote China virus and all this bullshit. Yeah. And in my opinion, it is kind of funny So that everyone was like, oh, yeah, he's targeting Asians because he hates Asians. Yeah. When the reality is he's targeting Asians because he's a fucking pervert who's just obsessed with one of them. Yeah, he wants to fuck Asians so bad. Which is still a kill. is a form of hate, I think. And and but more in terms of I can't have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a very sick it's not love. You know, let's be clear. Well, yeah. I don't think it's you not. can love uh sex workers, but Oh Jesus Christ. Well, <laughs> But um, that's that's also what's kind of so fucking sad about it is that so it's massage parlors that I believe are the implication is that the women that were murdered likely do happy endings or some you level know, of sex work out of the massage parlor. I don't think we'll ever know, of course. Right. Um, yeah, I, guess I, I mean, the I rumor trust- is that that's what's going on. But who knows? Sure. Well, he went to these places. So there, there's already been the interviews with his roommate from rehab right so he was at like a rehab facility yeah for the sex addiction that he quote claims he has yes he was at rehab for six months last year jesus and his roommate um said that he was obviously like kind of a weirdo obviously clearly i mean i'm sure the roommates know uh wait your roommate that's with sex addict rehab with you like the the rehab roommate or like a yeah. normal roommate that he was like where'd Re- you go to rehab for-? roommate oh jeez if you're so, the weird guy at fucking rehab for sex addiction yeah not great like we so, all like there's the guy that's like fucking dogs that dead corpses it's like man that guy sucks <laughs> that's weird <laughs> that's fucking weird so the rehab at least roommate I, don't, said, I don't pay for coons all right <laughs> jesus christ the rehab roommate says that he um, struggled with his thing. He would all, often try to like get rid of his social media because that's where the temptations crept in. He A lot of was, bikini pics on there, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was uh, often talked about hurting himself and made his roommate take his hunting knife from him because oh, apparently that's how he was going to kill himself. Bullshit. He should have. He should have fucking done it. Yeah. Well, he should have taken his knife. I stand for suicide. Yeah, especially that guy. Especially so, that guy. Especially we lost Dave Carradine, fucking Anthony Bourdain, and Robin Williams, but this guy is still this rolling guy, around. This, this guy, guy beats felt, suicide. <laughs> yeah, this guy thinks he blogs. Yeah, insane. So he uh, doesn't kill himself, clearly. He gets out of rehab, I guess, at some point, but keeps getting brought back by these foul harpies or sirens, whatever you would call them. <laughs> does he? Does he? Does he? self-commit himself to rehab do we know that or is it no, like other people take him there i don't know and i don't care I'm found him masturbating in an alleyway again let's drag him off but it seems to be that basically because he he felt guided by god i'm assuming to end his temptation the only way that a white american male knows how which is by shooting at it <laughs> um, <sighs> i heard awful. that he got again this is i don't know but i heard that a uh, those massage parlors uh, have a notoriety for sex work and that they had a record of like being uh, like a police record for the location for getting like busting up uh, sure. you know sex workers whatever blah, blah, blah. but that's also of that they usually shut it down when that happens but maybe I mean they might I've read I've so okay the reason I've read upon this a lot recently this is kind of oh, funny yeah because oh, I, mean, I, I did some reading myself I did a little bit of searching listen my buddy is into baseball cards which whatever 
He's probably okay. listening to this actually. Okay. And uh, we, I'll go with him sometimes to the baseball card shop. It's kind of interesting. But like two doors down is a spa, Asian spa. It's called something like that. Sure. And uh, we're sitting in the parking lot waiting for the baseball card store to open because we were early. It doesn't open till like eleven. Yeah, and you gotta get there du- early. A dude rolls up in a Cadillac. It's a nail salon, actually. It's not a. It's not a massage parlor. It's a nail salon. Okay. Old guy rolls up in a Cadillac, probably in his sixties. Gets out of this really nice car, dressed to the nines, walks into the nail salon. Is only there for fifteen minutes, maybe twenty. Okay. And like, just that guy wasn't getting his nails did. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, maybe he's paying off. His, like, maybe his wife shoplifts. And she sold so we, a bunch of nail polish. Sure, and he sure. was like, let me go in there and pay off. I all think the we money. know what happened. The point is <laughs> that we could you get, to right, stop. Let's 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 break it down. Could you get in and out of a sex parlor in fifteen minutes? Uh I'm I not guess. Gonna, yes, absolutely. I mean I couldn't it's, even get in and out of a gas station in fifteen minutes. Yeah, but you sure as hell can't get anything done on your nails that fast. That takes way longer. Okay. All right. So okay. the thing is that we were assuming that it probably was He probably was the pimp. Don't care possibly he could have been some kind of a gangster type guy uh so we started like googling oh does this place have any records and anything we could find about parlors or spas or nail salons or whatever that were shut that had that happen mm-hmm. every single story ended it with it being shut down by right. because of that act so i just can't imagine that it's likely these places had a history of it because they maybe. fucking shut you i mean this is texas maybe george is different but they shut your ass down if you're doing that so I feel like it's all speculative. So we don't even know. It is speculative. Who knows? I, the rumor I heard was that they had a notoriety for sex work. And yeah. more importantly, the dude got banned. Oh, good. And, and that was why he had his bad day. Wait. He's got. Oh, that changes things. Because here I am thinking that, oh, he's doing it to these places to end his temptation. No, he's just mad that he can't get jerked off anymore. Right. That's the rumor I heard was that there Ugh. was like that he was banned from the facilities. So now he's just outside masturbating in the parking lot like a creep when he could be inside getting masturbated with a $50 bill on his shoe. Imagine if the whole – again, we'll never know. Imagine if the whole story – legal reasons, I don't know. Imagine if the whole story is that these places weren't even doing any sort of sex work. He was just convinced they were going in there demanding it, and that's why he got banned. (laughs) He's just going in for massages three times a week and never gets jerked off. And he's like, hey, I put $100 in my shoe. And she's like, oh, thank you. And then she just walks out of the room. And he's like, what the fuck? What a Maybe fucking I, worm. Wow. I, I would love it. He's like, it's because that's because of my beard, huh? They won't yeah, fuck me for money. It's like, no, it's not they, helping. All, they just don't. They don't. Like, she's like, I was born in Chicago. I'm not like a traffic sex worker. The sex <sighs> slave shop is down the street. And he's like, no, no, no. You fuck me now. And he's, they're like, no. You don't have to do that. <laughs> Oh, that, that's why he gets banned because he keeps trying to fuck uh, masseuses, and they're like, "We don't do that here. We are yeah. just a normal." I honestly, I see that as likely as anything else. Boat. I guess, I guess it could be funny, but I, I, I thought it was funny that it was like, "Oh, he did this because of Trump and how much he hates Asians." Like, no, 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 he actually fucking uh, obsesses over Asians. He wants to fuck yeah. them all day long, probably because they have uh, you know Eastern domicile women, not like those Western well, sluts. You see, I think, I think, yeah, the, the news was wrong that that's not what he was doing. This wasn't like a revenge for COVID or whatever. Yeah. But also, let's be clear, these, those guys even, the, the, there's a weird thing between the right wing of the United States, the conservative wing of the United States, and Asian women especially. Mm-hmm. Where like, they do obsess over them. They do blame them for a lot of weird things. China is the scariest thing on earth to them, right? 
well, they I don't also think want Chinese women are held to the same value as like Southeast Asian, like Vietnamese, no, I think they are. And, and Japanese women. I disagree. I think they're all yeah. up in there. I don't I, think those I guys. Think, fucking I think know Chinese the women are are in their own separate category than like Japanese and like Thai and Vietnamese women. Well, you spend more time. If on they can tell the me. fucking difference, but you know, what I mean? yeah, I don't think they can. I um, spend a lot but, of time on incel chat rooms. Uh, well, there's like entire lurking. libertarian pages devoted to libertarian guys with Asian wives, and that's definitely mm-hmm. doesn't matter what kind of Asia. I mean, I'm assuming like Israel wouldn't count, but like. Yeah. East I don't Asia. think they can tell the difference. Like the difference between like no. a Filipino woman versus like a yeah. But, but I think this is an important. There, there time. is definitely a f- there is definitely a fetish a fetishization of the idea of like you know and I know we talked about like trad cath values yeah and like Asian culture for some fucking reason where like like in the you know in, in traditional Christian circles the idea of like a woman who is submissive yeah. and like reports to her man and does whatever the fuck she tells him and they have this. Misconception, Erroneous. yeah, yeah, misconception that Asian women are just like, oh, if you think so, they just like walk with their tiny little feet, like, oh, Mister Man, let me get you. Yeah. You don't have to do your the voice. Feet? We get it. Oh, do you want dinner, a bath, or me? You know, like, yeah, yeah. It's a sick, obviously misguided. They, they they think that that's that's what women should be. They think that that woman actually exists for them, which of course, ninety nine point nine percent of cases does not. I, I think it's kind of funny because you see it a lot in like pedo circles as well. Um where there's this idea of this mythical woman who somehow has values low enough that they will settle for you. Yeah. As if, you know, like, like the idea of like, like, oh, well, yeah, you know, I have a tiny penis and no job and I suck, but a 12 year old's not going to fucking know, you know? Like Yikes. Normal, I didn't know that. You know, like, I don't move like in Asian circles. I'll have to take your word for that. <laughs> I'm in a lot of places on the internet. Yeah. yeah just, okay. Just lurking, just lurking. Counterintelligence. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, that VPN pays for itself. I'm just in there just being like, just like you should do it, bro. <laughs> um, it's, Park I think buddies is what I call us. There needs to be a, I think, so obviously yeah, it's not the straight up COVID thing, which is such a dumb line to make. It's Although that has a, happened. You see that. Well, yes, like, it has, there, but that's not what's happening here. Hate crimes based yes, on spray paint, punching people, shit like that. Um, I mean, the same thing happened after nine 11, right? Shooting up Sikh business owners and stuff like <laughs> americans are fucking stupid as shit yeah obviously i don't know um, why people terrorize us we're not going to retaliate intelligently we'll fucking invade why. iraq you're literally you know, safe like, <laughs> you're safe to terrorize us because we're, we're gonna we're, fucking hit someone else america is that guy where you reach behind him and slap his face and then he turns around and just hits the guy directly behind him and he doesn't realize you did the, the little sneak attack from the corner yeah america is the guy okay who okay. is sitting at a cafeteria bench Gets hit in the back of the head with a little Debbie Brownie, and instead of going after Cole, he, it, <laughs> he comes and pulls Grant off of his cafeteria seat. Right. Yeah. Whereas I'm I like Iraq. To, yeah. So you're to, Saudi but, Arabia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Saudi Arabia, reaching around the guy. So I'm sitting on his right, and I slam the little Debbie onto the left side of his face. Yeah. And he's too dumb. He get you know that's America. Yeah. That's no, America. Perfect. P- pulls attacks Grant, which was again as Saudi Arabia, my whole plan. Yeah, from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. You knew that I would get blamed because I'm a little shit. The Muslims are like, yeah, the, the, the Saudi Arabians were like, I bet they take this out on a bunch of Indians. <laughs> it it would have been just as likely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that they're, but basically the real creepy, deep rooted issue here is this weird obsession with Asian culture. I think most of it 
parallels a lot of like right wing uh, obsession with Israel in that it, they're, they see the racism in these cultures and they're about it. Right. I guess I, 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 I the, the fed is they, like, well, you, you think that they think that Asians are racist. I mean, they're not, no, I don't they think, think by and large wrong on that, but they, it, they think that they run um, homogenous societies. Oh, and the States. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. weird that I guess I, again, kind of coming to that white supremacy, that like white people think, oh well, you know, even though Japan and like China and some of those things are pretty much homogenous ethno states, I can show up even though I'm completely different. But it's cool because I'm white and therefore would be like the yeah. one-eyed, the one-eyed king. You know, a very stupid entitlement. Yeah. But I guess ultimately, the, I guess the irony is that who's the real villain here is the church. That oh, yeah. brainwashed this stooge and told him that his sexual urges were evil and that were worth killing over. You know, and if you don't think the U.S. Church is directly responsible for this, or at least very close to being directly responsible, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. Well, Did you see the, the the sermons that they they uh, have been taken down now, but before they were, some uh, of the press got a hold of them. These guys are doing sermons about how the. The problems with America are that the woman has lost her place in the household and is, you know, too not subservient enough and blah, 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 not listening to her husband. It's all literally the kind of drivel that dropped like battery acid into this fucking piece of shit's brain and hollowed right. it out more than it already was and probably pointed him like a loaded gun at some of these people. It is now, granted, it's funny still mostly how, his fault. Yeah, it is kind of funny but, how they, they do. They lay that shit on thick. You know, until it gets out of hand. Like, there's a certain amount of hate that they're okay with. You want to keep it at a low yeah. simmer. You don't want it to boil over. It's okay to hate women and judge uh, sex workers and Asians and people that are different and gays. But the second one of you lashes out at a bar and stabs one, it's like, whoa, whoa, that's not. Listen, listen, we unequivocally stand against hatred. Yeah. Well, they want enough of a simmer to get you into the voting booth, but obviously not to make them look bad in public. Right. right. Yeah. 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 And shave your fucking beard, you piece of shit. I don't know why I told him that. <laughs> fucking loser. It's but like yeah, a, it, it, it's funny that it all kind of boils back down to just a deranged, brainwashed Christian idiot, you know. Yeah, especially American Christians. I mean, Polish Christians are probably even worse, but I'm we're sure up they there. are. At, at least right Indians. now. Polish They're Indians. going full Nazi over there. Which yeah, I know. It's like they forgot how that worked out for them last time. Yeah. Well, you know, it's Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> simmering like, over decades yeah 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 they're like you know it just takes a while for four people like you know what he has a fucking point speaking of better. repeating the past <laughs> okay. uh, that's all we're doing today on the Revelations podcast I, and we're going to finish up the, the, the discussion I feel like we're going to cover 15 through 27 12 chapters let's yeah. just blow through it but it's the First of all, welcome to the Revelations Podcast. I'm Cole Delusky. I'm Grant DeVoist. This is episode 127, right? I think so. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and Ooh. we're continuing the story of Job. Yeah, the awful story. And let's let's not pretend this is even a story. It's just like, it's like we're reading their DMs, right? Like, we're just seeing a peek behind this little petty argument they're having. Um, uh, yeah, it's like, a, it's, like, it's like the Bible's equivalent of, like, sketch comedy. Yeah, they're sitting like, around a hookah. <laughs> Right, I like to imagine smoking it out of an apple. I hate that's what they did at the little spot in college. Yeah, I actually you ever just meet like well you you probably know 
I um I was at this one. I'm gonna throw. Oh, the guys weird. that have hookahs. Is that what you're gonna make fun no, of? No, I was gonna make fun They're of the weird. guys that are like somehow mastered the skill of turning everything into a, a weed pipe. Oh you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, there's that weird kind of like subculture of like, give me that fucking pine cone. I'm gonna turn that into a fucking weed pipe. I'm like, really? Like, like finish that beer. I gotta turn that into a weed pipe. I'm like, okay, but you just made the pine cone weed pipe. Like, ah, this one doesn't work. Give me the you gotta have backups. And now I'm gonna call. I'm gonna core an apple and smoke weed. <laughs> like, how much does hey, a pipe man. cost? You just buy a pipe. Like, why? a few bucks. Yeah, I guess. Um, well, I guess it's also paraphernalia. Now that I'm thinking about it. It probably makes sense. It's just like something you can throw away. Yeah, something you can throw away. Makes sense. I guess. But then again, you're carrying weed. I don't know. I'm not big It's a parlor weed. trick. Anyways, uh, <laughs> on from that, we, like Cole said, we're finishing up the conversational, this conversational section of Job. So uh, the past three weeks, we covered an argument between Job and Eliphaz, then Job and Bildad, Bildad and then finally Job and Zophar. So what we're going to do this week is all three of them are going to take more pot shots at him. Boom, 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 boom. Kind of in rapid succession, and we're just going to go through that. We're going to clear out everything that they have to say and Job's retort to all of it um, and wrap up kind of his final arguments, and that is the goal. And we hadn't talked about this beforehand, but I kind of wonder how – I guess we'll figure – I guess I'll figure out how fast you want to go through this because I've got like one or two lines. It's the same old shit. Yeah, it might be a pretty I, short episode, even though it's so much material. Yeah, and it's the same old shit. It's the same arguments over and over again, you know. And just to sum up, his three buddies show up. And I kind of, as we move on, I kind of wonder why they even came. Because obviously their goal isn't to not commiserate, uh, provide comfort. Comfort. They're not there Aiden to comfort. Sucre. Yes, comfort, yeah. comfort, yeah. They're not there to comfort Job. They're not there That's to make him name. feel better. It almost I almost think that they're like it's like when you, you see your buddy next door and someone just wrote cheater in like keyed cheater into the side of his car and lit his yeah. dog on fire and you're like, bro, what happened? What happened? And I'm there kinda to support my buddy. Mostly I want to hear about what the fuck he did, bro. I want to hear yeah, yeah. gossip, you know. Well get the and juice. It didn't go how it didn't go how they were expecting. Think how they were expecting, because I'm imagining they're like, "Oh, we're going to show up. He's going to admit to some sins. We're going to help him through it. God's going to forgive him. Yeah, he'll never be as great as us again, but he'll get some shit back. You know, he might have another yeah, kid or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he might wander. I'm thinking of like Ted Haggard. Have you ever? I know we talked about this, but did you ever see Ted Haggard's little documentary after his other documentary? <laughs> no. So he has the first documentary, I think, called like Bible Camp or whatever, where he makes some very oh. awkward claims. So Ted Haggard famously got caught. Sexing. Um, snorting meth off his uh, hooker boyfriend's Secretary. dick. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm thinking of a different one. While also um, having weekly meetings with George Bush Jr. to talk about how the gays were ruining America. Um, yeah, naturally. So his, his gay meth head hooker boyfriend calls him out on it, and Ted Hare gets kicked out of his church and then gets kicked out of the state, essentially. <laughs> okay. I, I guess they were like, yeah. I guess they can do that. They can just ban you from the state. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you're not allowed in Nevada, wherever the fuck you're from. I think it was Utah um, or Colorado. I can't remember. Anyway, but he has to go to Nevada and try to find a job like as a teacher. And it's just him like walking the desert being like, oh, man. I as a up, teacher? You know? and I, well, like it because um, he had a degree in Bible studies which only had value as a pastor or preacher, but no church is going to like take him on. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a moral authority. Come talk to people and tell them how to live their lives. You got this. Uh, so he ended up just trying to like teach theology mm-hmm. at like 
shitty universities. And I'm going to throw University of Phoenix under the bus because that's one of the ones he went to. And like, uh, really? Yeah, like University of Phoenix. Yeah, the University of Phoenix was like, they Googled him like, no, no, no. We're <laughs> like, we're, we may be University of Phoenix, but we're not going to fucking, we're not going to hire you. Yeah, yeah. And then like, um, so basically he just couldn't get rid of it. But my point was, it was like, there's all this bullshit where he's like, I got to work through my sin. I got to work through my sin. I got to figure myself out, you know, and then, and then, and then, and then come back stronger, you know, uh, where, and, and I think I agree with you that probably his friends thought they would show up and he would recognize, you know, he would be like, yep, I was sinful and I fucked up and my, my punishment is just. And yeah. now that I'm at the bottom of the barrel, I'm ready to see God and I need my he- boys to help lift me up. You know, and again, not to read too much into their thoughts because these guys aren't real, but I would imagine the thought process is, man, you know, I've been doing some fucked up shit. This is probably a good time for me to reflect, too, because they're so quick to assume it. That's what he did. (laughs) We'll get to to some of the more wild. Like, it gets it gets harsher and harsher. But I I, I guess the whole point is they were expecting him to be like, yeah, guys, I like to fuck around on my wife. And they're like, same, bro. But we're going to get through this. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, "Yeah, man, what did you do? And he's like, nothing. I swear to God, I did nothing. They're like, I know you did some shit. Don't fucking lie. It's driving them up the wall. I saw what's yeah. keyed in the side of your car. Don't fucking tell me that's bullshit. <laughs> You're going to lie to yes. God and yourself and now us? You suck. So let's roll into it. Um, it opens on chapter 15, as Cole said. And up again is Eliphaz, who started this whole fucking thing uh, back in chapter 4 or whatever. So Eliphaz basically comes out of the gate hot as shit. Um just de- he's really just flinging desperate accusations at Job at this point. He's heard three rounds of not only him, of Job not only replying to him but also the other two. So he's 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 hearing a lot of things Job's saying, and it's kind of driving him, I think, mad. Um, he he goes from uh, saying that oh you're adopting the tongue of the crafty, right? Oh, like I know you. You're the he's basically accusing him almost of being the devil, of like being a little too wise with it. Like I can hear the way you're trying to scrape your way out of this fucking mess like trying to trick us it's like you get a call from your mistress to your wife and it's like i've been fucking you're like no 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 she's just a fucking liar i don't even know this chick and it's like all right well we already know we already have all the evidence of you doing it yeah you know like now you're trying to like backpedal you know um it doesn't make a lot of sense and i think i think there's almost like a like a mathematical equation in their mindset you know like a, a, a mathematical proof because yeah. according to these boys, these dudes, we've already established that God punishes the wicked and lifts up the righteous. So, you know, they were trying to convince him, like, hey, man, just so you're aware, if you're being punished, that's because God knows you did shit. And they were trying to be, like, gentle with it, but they're like, all right, we already established you must be a sinner because the amount of punishment you got isn't just shit that happens to random people. Yeah. So I'm beyond trying to convince you that you son, you sin. And now I'm just going to be like, yeah, listen, we already know. I'm, I'm, I'm done, yeah. you know, uh, playing light hands with you. I'm going to tell you right now, you must have done so much shit and you're fucking lying to us. And we all know it. Yeah, and then he, he specifically starts asking some really stupid fucking questions. So... He, it's kind of again an appeal to like its tradition that this is how things work. He's saying, "Oh, were you the first man ever born? Were you brought forth from the hills? You know, were you made from clay? Um, what do you know that we don't know?" He's asking Job all these questions that are hollow because Job has already answered all these questions. Honestly, Job has already explained very clearly why his stance exists. This dude is just basically, I think, providing filler. Um, 
Are God's consolations not enough for you? Words spoken gently to you? Why has your heart carried you away? And why do your eyes flash so that you vent your rage against God? Dude, look at what fucking happened to him. Listen to what he's saying. It's like they're clearly just letting everything Job says go right over their fucking heads because they're afraid of the truth behind it, I think. I, I think also kind of the interesting thing is just maybe how well written it is, is that this is a very classic argument where – I say this all the time when I'm arguing. I'm like, listen, we're not actually having an argument. We are, we are saying two different lines of thought that are parallel to each other. Yeah. Their argument is that God punishes the wicked and has unerring judgment – and only does what is right. And Job, so therefore, you must have sinned. And Job is like, I didn't sin, so therefore, God is, I mean, Job sort of is in a weird line where he agrees with God and knows his judgment. They all agree that God has unerring judgment. But yeah. what they're arguing, what Job is arguing is like, no, I'm telling you, God punishes the wicked. And I am I am not a sinner. God punishes the good as well as the wicked. And yeah. their argument is like God doesn't punish the good. He only punishes the wicked. Therefore, you must have sinned. So the argument that they're having is no, no, you sinned. We are the the, the part where God, who God punishes, is established, and we're not having that argument. What we're saying is you're a sinner. And what Job is like, no, 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 me sinning. That's not the argument. What I'm trying to explain to you is that God punishes the good. So. Him and his boys are having two completely different arguments, making two completely different points that are only sort of tangentially related. And they're just trying to convince the other one that the thing that they're not even fucking arguing is wrong. Yeah. And I think partially what he's doing is accusing them of being simplistic and thinking that it's such a simple as equation as, you know, you plus sin equals hurt. You know, that like, it's not that simple. You're being presumptuous about how the nature of God is. Which I think you've seen a lot of political arguments even, and maybe any kind of argument where they both have their talking points. Job is trying to say, hey, you have a simplistic view of God and you need to expand your horizon, which seems like a simple argument. And the other guys, they're not having that argument. They're not even discussing it. That's, that, that doesn't hit their radar. Their explanation is simple enough as well. No, Job, you must have sinned and you're not aware of it or you're lying to us or something. Yeah. So their argument's simple too. Like, Job, don't you understand? You must have sinned. That's a simple enough argument. They can wrap their brain around it. And Job's like, no, no, I'm trying to explain that God punishes the good. And that's a simple argument. And he's trying to explain that too. That's why they're, I think that's why it's such a circle cyclic argument is that none of them are really attacking the other person's points or considering them when they prepare their rebuttal. It makes me think of these guys as being like old school teachers that have been, they've had, you know, 20, 30 years of students coming through their classroom. They know all the fucking tricks kids play. They know no kid's innocent. They know they all get into fucking shenanigans. Job is the student that's about to burst his fucking bladder and is explaining to the teacher, look, I promise you I have to piss. And the teacher's <laughs> like, come on. I know you guys. I know how this works. You guys don't even, you don't pee. You yeah, go you're out just, there. You're just going to tattoo your buddy. Yeah, you're going to fucking whatever. <laughs> have sex in a locker or yeah you're gonna go masturbate in the bathroom and call it a shit i know what the fuck you're up to and job is just like yo look i have to pee and you i mean it's the same you see that all the time and like that's a trope and stuff and i've heard of kids having to deal with that um and, and so it's Especially like trans kids okay great <laughs> so even if they get out of the classroom there's nowhere yeah. to go so um there's a non-binary the, uh, bush okay. out by the line. This is good. Uh, so, <laughs> it's great points to bring up. 
and it's not derailing our conversation. Show, <laughs> it's but not I'll... related at all. See, we're having two different arguments. <laughs> yeah, we are. I'm trying no, to explain that trans it's... people have to be able to pee, Grant. And here we are sitting here knowing full well, as third-party observers that have seen behind the scenes, that the kid does have to pee. And it's infuriating that the teacher is so goddamn adamant that they don't, you know? It's kind like, of a. It is kind of funny that they're having this back and forth, and at no point was anyone like, "You think guys just doing it as a joke?" <laughs> like, like <laughs> the, it's argument because there's essentially three arguments, three sort of core concepts. One that God is unerring in His judgment. Two that God punishes the wicked and lifts up the righteous. And three that Job is a sinner. Yeah. And they're all arguing points two and three, and nobody is like actually just being like, "I wonder if God actually does." Uh, have unenduring, you know, enduring wisdom and and perfect brain and shit like that. I wonder if that's the problem because that could be. If that's the problem, then you've solved both other answers. Everything could be true if yeah. God just does it as a joke, just a, a goof. A goof. Um, so the most we won't dig too much into this. Uh, the funniest part for for me was going through the concordance for this chapter, and it keeps accusing. And I say that because the wording seems seems very accusatory. It keeps accusing Eliphaz of being an Arab for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but like, well, just so you know, Eliphaz was a fucking dirty Arab. So, yeah, just, you know, just, in case you're wondering why his argument's so dumb, it's because he's too yeah. brown to have a good one. So he goes through kind of a defense of himself uh, because Job had kind of called them out. So that's what he spends most of his time doing. Um, well, I, I think I think the the general theme is and, and kind of maybe what we aren't really covering is that the argument is getting more intense yes that's is that true. They're, they're, they are arguing in circles but now it's just kind of getting more mean-spirited you know it's like Job's any like, argument yeah 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 <laughs> like any argument you and i have where Correct. halfway through i'm like you know that's because you're a cunt that's why, yeah. that's why you're, it comes that's, just to personal attacks yeah, yeah. it's just it's, it's a and then eventually that's all it is yeah whomever's the original argument yeah, um, it doesn't matter but yeah, like it's now like no, you're a fucking shitty friend, and no, no, you're a fool, and you're a liar, and it's like okay, well now we're not really talking about the nature of God. I just, I just fucking now all this old shit is bubbling up to the top, you know. Yeah, and he starts talking. He kind of is throwing shade at Job. He talks about yeah, even though you see a guy whose face is covered with fat and waist bulges with flesh, uh, i.e., he's rich, right? Like even though a guy is doing really well. If he's a wicked, God's going to strike him down. God's going to zoom like a vine stripped of its unripe grape, blah, 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 blah. So he's like, God, you'll get your comeuppance, evil people. Which and I, I think, again, his also argument maybe that's, I guess, part of it is like also saying like, you know, Job's like, listen, I'm innocent of anything God could possibly be throwing at me for. And their kind of argument is like, well, no man's innocent. There's no man free of sin. Yeah. You know, you're like that guy where like the police are bearing down. And you're like, I've never committed a crime. Like you never speeded. Yeah, you never, you never, you never, you never, uh, you never just pocketed some candy and then forgot about it as you get to the fucking cashier, you know. Not me. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he he wraps up saying that God's going to get all the bad guys. Job comes back, basically opens up in chapter sixteen. She says, "Shut the fuck up." Uh, you know why? Why are you saying all this? You're an idiot. Um, none of the wind coming out of your mouth matters. Um, he's basically saying, you know, if I speak, my pain's not relieved. Because uh, these guys keep telling Job to quit talking so much. And he's like, no, you fucking quit talking. I don't have a choice. I have nothing left, right? He has nothing left but the words that are coming out of his mouth. You guys shut the fuck up and listen to me for once. Um, he's talking about how God's beating the shit out of him. It's a it's a very woe is me uh, type situation all through chapter 16. Um, 
I don't know if you had any notes in there. I, the only note I have is, yeah, chapter 16 is like, you guys fucking suck. You're shitty friends. We've heard that before. Yes. Uh, one of the things that's funny is that, um, God, uh, I'm trying to remember where he specifically states it. But basically he says that God has made me his enemy and he hates me as he hates the most wickedest of people. And yeah. the concordance is like, well, no. God just did it as a joke, you know, like, 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 like even the Thanks Bible's like, I no. he see Job doesn't understand that God doesn't hate him. He decided to just ruin his life, you know, for the hell of it. I mean, all the fucking evidence though. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, you know, friends again, God's like these, right. You know, like it's like, yeah. it's like if, if, if he doesn't hate you, if he had no reason to fuck you up, it'd be like, oh, yeah, my neighbor, he, he burned my house down. He fucking raped my dog. He must hate me the most. And then you, like, talk to him. He's like, oh, no. I just. I thought it would be funny. I was funny. bored. Yeah. Ooh, God's a serial killer. It was Thursday. I had nothing going on. I had the matches. I yeah. had the penis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, chapter some, 17. Start to do some arson, keeps, some rape. <laughs> Job keeps whining through chapter 17. Takes an interesting tack. Uh, points out that, you know, hey, all this stuff happened. And then on top of it all, not only do I have to deal with all that grief, but I'm being surrounded by those, those mocking me. God is basically forcing you guys to be mean to me because, you know, your understanding is that if this is happening, it's my fault. So not only do I have to deal with that, then I have to turn around and get fucking bludgeoned by my buddy's own words, accusing me of doing things I didn't do. Um, he And then he, he devolves into, or evolves rather, into... Uh, zapping these guys again but come on all of you try again like give it your best shot i will not find a wise man among you fucking badass going at him <laughs> um he's like i got nothing better to do i don't have any kids to hang out with you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what am i gonna do uh go sit on my couch and just read a book or something not even have books he burned all my books i don't even have a couch i don't oh, have a camel done. to ride around yeah and also i'm like the town pedophile now everyone fucking hates me yeah at least um so yeah, blah blah blah. We're all gonna die. Uh, that's seventeen. Bill Dad comes back up in eighteen and says, "No, you shut up." <laughs> yeah, I, it's the same old shit. I, yeah, I guess I, I don't know. I I, I would have trimmed off. I don't know, fifteen all of it? chapters from this book. Yeah, because it, it's the same old shit. Like no, no, no. G- only the wicked suffer. We all know. It's like yeah, you've said it eighteen times. Well, and, and, Bill Dad's Bill Dad's is especially dumb because. Almost the entire thing, starting at verse five through the rest of his chapter, is just a list of bad things that happen to bad people, like just one after the other. Uh, the vigor of his step is weakened. Uh, his feet thrust him into a net. A trap seizes his heel. A noose is hidden for him on the ground. Terrors, terrors start him on every side. It's just a list of bad things happening. Like it's not, yeah, very. And, but smart. as a as a sort, it's a list of bad things happening. As if this is what happens to the wicked. Right? Yeah, but which was- Job has already explained, and this is kind of one of those things because we, we, I guess the initial and kind of why we separated such is the initial argument was like God punishes the wicked, therefore you must have sinned. You know, just yeah. confess, repent, let's work through this, blah blah. But those things are the facts, and Job is like trying to say, no, I'm innocent. I'm just telling you, like the, the shit just fucking happens. And then by the time we get to here, Job is kind of making the argument like you can't deny that there are bandit kings. And that there are people who out there live in the woods and all they do is murder and rape and kill. And then their kids get to go to like, you know, get to get to have a Twitter account where they just shit on Biden. You know, like there's evil people out there who truly do prosper and live good, happy lives. And as they're and the whole time, they're just like, hey, God, eat my shit, you know, and then they go and they make another million. 
Uh, yeah, and, he gets way more into that later. Um, but but Bill Dad's basically saying, no, 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 I assure you, every wicked person, God's just sitting there just sharpening his knives waiting to fuck him up. Which, again, yeah. is, a, is a fallacy. You know, they're, they're kind of coming from it's these sort of platitudes. But Job, anyone would know that there's, you know, I mean, I guess we don't know what happens to every burglar, yeah. serial killer, and rapist. But some serial killers, they terrorize the Golden State area for decades and decades. And then they just, then you just catch them like they're born they in the late 70s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Zodiac Killer out there somewhere, yeah, having a yeah. probably having a, a blast. Um, <laughs> he probably captured enough people to like uh, get keep his heaven. rape dungeon good to go. Yeah, he's probably yeah. raping the kids of his original rape victims. Probably. Uh, so then, oh, the one interesting thing I'll say about Chapter Eighteen, Bildad's latest response: all the stuff he lists as what happens to sinners is basically things that happen to Job. So that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> Again, they're kind of like they're making the argument. Yeah. Uh, that, hey, no, you are a sinner. We all know that. And you yeah. know what happens to sinners? They lose their house. Their kids get killed. You know, their cattle get taken. That's what happens to sinners. I mean, I don't know if you knew that. That's a fact. Yeah. 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 Are you trying to pretend that that didn't happen to you? Because I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know really that sounds funny. familiar. <laughs> it is the very definition of salt in the wound. Um, I don't know if you know what happens to sinners, but sometimes all ten of their kids die so. <laughs> in a freak tornado storm. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's just what a God does. That's incident. how you know they're sinners. What am I fucking high? Uh, chapter nineteen. Job is back at it again. He's like, "How long are you guys going to torment me?" It says something interesting. That's a new sentiment. I think if it's true that I've gone astray, my error remains my concern alone. Basically, why the fuck do you care? Leave me alone. Why are you so obsessed with proving that I'm a sinner? And the answer, of course is that if you get punished for no reason, then that means, by extension, you can do have good things happen to you for no reason, which means maybe they're, they haven't earned all of their prosperity, um, I think, is what is the heart of this. Yeah, and something that bothers me about it, and I have other like topics that are kind of tied into this, but for right now, I, I, I think it's kind of interesting that my Bible's concordance is obsessed with shitting on the friends. Like, the fact yeah. that the friends showed up and are saying this shit makes them truly wicked. But as we kind of already established, like, I, I guess in 16 or something, was that all of this, all of this is because God decided to destroy Job's life and inflict this suffering upon him. You know, the, the friends are just a byproduct of God's uh, attack on him. And, yeah. it, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, it's like a serial arsonist burns down your house. And your friends show up just to be like, yo, bro, you should have got the insurance. Are you trying to say you shouldn't have gotten the insurance? Man, you suck. You probably were asking for it. You probably pissed him off somehow. And it's like the, the Bible's so focused on that argument about whether or not he should have got the fucking insurance that nobody's talking about like, well, maybe God probably shouldn't just fucking ruin people's lives for no reason. <laughs> maybe the yeah. serial arsonist is partly to blame for the misery that's being inflicted on this guy. But, you know, it, it's kind of an interesting that Job is so focused on this sort of internal – Turmoil, which I guess is the point, the the the, the theological argument, the fact, but it, sure. it is kind of interesting that the entire the argument of whether or not God should have destroyed Job's life as a joke never comes up. Well, I think part of it is is because Job is afraid that as bad as things are, if anyone's going to figure out a way to make them worse, it's this fucking God of theirs. So <laughs> why I attempt like, it? I, I like nineteen twenty two. Why do you persecute me as God does, and are not satisfied with my flesh? You know, it basically, like, yeah, you guys are fucking shitty, and the way you guys are tearing at me and beating the shit out of me, you're almost as bad as God. Well, the only thing funnier than that verse is the very next verse, which is, oh, that my words were recorded, that they were written on a scroll. I'm picturing, all right, go back in time, 
to like 500 BC or whatever. Some guy is writing this story down and looks up at the camera and winks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if only there was someone to write this book down so a bunch of Jews could leave. And they're like, Jews? Oh, yeah. If only this would be read in perpetuity. What are Jews? (laughs) (laughs) This is so fucking... It's such a stupid breaking the fourth wall line. (laughs) Like... Like man, it's too bad this isn't gonna get recorded somewhere. <laughs> yeah, like he's like he's like yeah, I hope that they read this in Babylon. And they're like, what is a Babylon? Job is the first Deadpool. Yeah, <laughs> he's just I, I'm just thinking like also like Jim from the Office. He's like if only someone was there for this. And just stares right at the camera. <laughs> yeah, right. Turns to the camera. Well, that'd be something, huh? Um, another thing. Uh, well, oh, I was go gonna ahead. say another thing is kind of a for whatever it's worth. There, there's these little things that they you can tell that my Bible. The concordance, anyway, kind of is like, yeah, you know, Job, they're very careful to avoid the argument I'm talking about. We're like, can we justify God's actions? You know? Yeah. And which, of, of course, you cannot. Everyone uh, is just directly kind of like, yeah, of course, God is fine to do this. This is fine. This is fine. That God did this is totally fucking cool. And all yeah. we're really going to worry about is this downstream sort of bickering between Job and his friends. Um, but then there'll be some things where it pounces on it, you know? Um, Job's basically initially was like, I want to have a mediator with God and God is this, this dude. And this is where he describes God as a redeemer, you know, yes. someone who's going to enter his life. And he basically says like, you know, when I am dead, uh, I will speak to God and I will finally have the opportunity to like, you know, prove my innocence and he will redeem me then, you know? And they're like, see, see guys, there's life after death. Even this one pseudo Jew knew, you know? This this is pointing to Jesus, actually, uh, is th- what my concordance takes from it. And I I don't know what else to say. I mean, it obviously sounds... Okay, just to read it out. After my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. I will see him with my own eyes, I and not another. How my heart yearns within me. He's talking about heaven, it's clearly, or something like it, where he gets a chance to have an audience with God. He thinks he gets to have an audience with God after death. Which is weird because he hasn't mentioned that at all up to this point. Yeah, this is, uh, he's that, begged this is for an audience, right? But he hasn't mentioned it. Yeah, and it kind of goes because it is an interesting contradiction because he's already very clearly said, "I wish I would just go to the grave where I will be dark and I will sleep for all eternity." Yeah, and no one quite knows. Like my Bible's trying to figure out what the fuck this guy's talking about, and they're like, maybe he thinks that he would die and come back to life, which has been another thing that was mentioned is potentially like a thought process that goes through these people's minds. Uh, when Abraham goes to kill Isaac and God's like, Hey, go kill Isaac. And Abraham's like, all right, I'll fucking do it. Um, there was a thought process that maybe Abraham thought that he would kill his son and that God would maintain his promise and bring Isaac back to life because otherwise he would be breaking his promise. You know? Yeah. That like maybe Abraham just did not think that his son would stay dead, which lucky him. But you know, so the, 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 there is the kind of the thought process that maybe that was just a thought, like that's something they did, or Job just think like, yeah, yeah, I'll die, I'll talk to God, he'll go, oopsies, all right, let me just, let me just put, make you whole again, let me reset, you know, let me add a couple more like cod points to your account and like get you back. To- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, this is an interesting thing going on there. Um, the chapter wraps up with uh, Job kind of doing a judge not lest ye be judged type situation. He says. Uh, if you say how will we ha- how we will hound him since the root of the trouble lies in him, i.e., uh, 
you know, if you're going to sit here and say, oh, jo- Joe brought this upon himself, you should fear the sword yourselves, for wrath will bring punishment by the sword, and then you will know that there is judgment. So he's basically saying, you guys are the fucking sinners, because you're accusing me of something I didn't do. You're misinterpreting how g- God is, God's, pr- you know, existence. So if you think that God brings punishment to sinners, you better fucking watch out, brothers. Mm. It's how I take that. I don't know. Yeah. I- and you kind of you could make the argument. I wonder if any of this qualifies as like blasphemy at this point. You know, he's trying like, real hard not. to. I mean, because yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're arguing the nature of God and 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 how he doles out. I guess their whole point is that they're all saying that like, hey, God has unerring judgment and yeah. perfect wisdom, and he does everything for a reason. But they can't square the circle of whether or not God would hurt good people or not, you know? And I I think we can agree with Job on the point that the idea that he doesn't hurt good people, the way they justify is like, well, yeah, he doesn't, no, God doesn't hurt good people. Anyone that hurts is asking for it. So when you see that righteous man who gets his kids stuck down, he must've done something to deserve it. Yeah. Like the idea that, you know, it it just doesn't make sense to them, but they're, they're all agreeing that he has perfect judgment. The difference is whether or not people can be innocent. You know, or or not deserve judgment is quite of the the core of the sure, argument. sure. Keep Which mumbling. I guess gives a point. Like when I see those little kids in Africa, I I do say, oh, they were asking for it. Yeah, they were yeah. born there. Yeah, yeah. So what are they doing? Starving? I, you know, why don't they pick themselves by their bootstraps and start a tech startup? You know, perfect. Probably uh, asking for it. I mean, I know a young African who did that. He runs Tesla now. <laughs> Brought himself up. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, chapter twenty. Zofar is back on the mic. Uh, nothing much here. He's also appealing to tradition. Surely you know how it has been from of old, ever since mankind was placed on the earth. No, motherfucker, I don't. I wasn't there, so don't say stupid stuff like that. Uh, let's see what else he says. Basically, he just keeps going off about how bad things happen to bad people. Literally just says that for the next fucking 20 verses. I don't know. It's stu- His is the worst. It's, yeah, it's well, exactly what the last guy said. It's the same old thing, and I mean, maybe... If, here's the thing: is I wonder how clever the writing of the Bible can be. I mean, it's a really old writing, yeah. And there are certain things. I think like uh, Esther was an example where it was like, okay, this is much more clever than you expect. It. It's got a lot of tropes and storytelling and stuff like that. So maybe we're reading too much into it, like the nuance or the subtext, because Zophar is the weaker of the three. He's not as yeah. wealthy. He only gets to speak up twice. This is the last time he'll sort of talk. Uh, and his name literally means like young idiot, yeah. you know, and his argument is kind of like, yeah, man, what they well, that's said. That's his rap name. It's not his real name. <laughs> you know, like, you know, uh, he's like, yeah, what they said. They fucking know. Yeah. What, what, you, you could argue with the smart guys. I'm with them. You got, you know, it, yeah. It, you know, a he's like, yeah, a, you know, just, he's just the weaker of the three. And, and his whole argument again is like, no, trust me, bro. If you are wicked, God immediately just shows up and kicks you in the fucking balls, you know? Yeah, his is the worst by far. That chapter is the worst chapter, I think, in this book so far. Um, so stupid. Well, also, uh, and, and this is kind of one of the things that I, I wonder. is like, His argument is like, yeah, no, surely the wicked ultimately get their just desserts. That is a fact. And I kind of wonder, because the Bible does this too, and it states it from more of a position of authority. This is just four guys having a chat. You know, yeah. none of these people speak for God. But in the previous you know, books of the Bible, there are definitely like where parts where God comes down himself and is like, no, no, no. If you worship me and are a good boy, I will protect you and make your, 
your 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 seed as numerous as the sands. And if you stray from me, I will fuck you up. You know. Yeah. And, and you have the option for repentance. And there's all these rules that he sets down. Like, no, this is how I operate. And these guys are basically repeating that. They're like, yeah, no, no, don't you know the fucking story of like Aaron and his fucking boys and shit like that? This is what happens. But they're wrong. So in my opinion, their argument is contradictory to statements from God himself earlier in the book. Well, yeah, which is why I think Job just kind of has to be thrown out. I still don't get why they included it again. I I think it makes sense as we get to like 23 and 24 and stuff like that. But uh, I mean, not necessarily like from the point of view of like why it would make sense if you were crafting a book to control women, but um, as this one is, you know, but, uh, you know, he's like, no, trust me, God does that. But these guys are speaking for God as if they inherently know his actions on what I assume is based on them knowing the stories of the Old Testament, even though we kind of already talked about the origin of this book and how old it is, that that's unlikely. But yeah. you know, the point is, is that they are, I would equate this to like, your your Christian friend who's read the Bible and goes to church every fucking Sunday and Wednesday, fuck it, uh, and is like, no, no, this is what God does. This is what God does. And you would almost be like, well, you're not a fucking authority on what God does. You don't fucking know. Why, why are you yeah. talking as if you do? You're like, I have the Bible. And like, well, these guys have the Bible, and they don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. Allegedly. True. I mean, they certainly True. have the wisdom of the elders and, you know, the, the reference yeah, to the, the, common knowledge and shit like that. Yeah, but this in their no. wisdom, they became fools, as I always say. <laughs> well, that's that joke. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that verse eventually. So, chapter 21, Job's back at it. Kind of a cool point he makes. He says, basically, he says, you know what? You're appalled at what I'm saying? Well, you fucking should be appalled because this is appalling. This is bullshit. Uh, <laughs> now, I like to picture him now as the... Have you seen the video, and everyone should look this up, the video of the chess master getting hauled out of the Chinese restaurant in Britain? And he's like, this uh, is democracy manifest. Get uh, your hands on. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're like, just pull him. I didn't know he was a chess master. But yeah. like, they're just like pushing his head down. It's like, this is democracy manifest. Yeah, I, I, was, that I was enjoying a succulent Chinese meal. <laughs> <laughs> Why were That's they doing Is he doing. just being a dick or something? I, I never he was, used the context. No, he kept dining and dashing repeatedly. Oh. <laughs> Played, <laughs> he, was, he was taking their pawns. Um, okay. <laughs> so basically, uh, Job comes at him. He makes an irrefutable point. He says, and and you already alluded to this earlier a few chapters back, but he's very much more on the nose about it now. Why do the wicked live on growing old and increasing in power? Because yes, they are. There's fucking, the Bible is literally loaded with rich, evil rulers. They're all over the place. They're doing great. They're having kids. People just fucking, they're sucking. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, because like God, when, 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 when the Jew, well, I guess the Israelites at the time, um, are entering Canaan and they're moving from Egypt towards uh, Canaan and all that. There is sort of that discussion of like, hey, don't intermingle. These people eat their own fucking kids. And they they rape and they murder and they're pieces of shit. And And they have a great time doing it. Yeah, and they have a great time doing it. And they're fine. I'm going to punish you guys if you step out of line. You know, it's like he's like the Little League baseball coach. And he's like, trust me, if I see you guys catcalling or being a piece of shit, you know, I'm going to fuck you up. And they're like, but the other team's doing it. He's like, well, I don't do anything to those guys. I'm not their coach. I don't have any authority over them. You know? But it's like that. But if instead this was the commissioner of the Little League saying that. (laughs) I guess. But according to that, you know, my my point is like from God's point of view, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, don't you know that. And maybe that's a kind of that's kind of why I think that the three dudes, 
don't know what to call them, the, the, the friends, the bros. Um, the three amigos, obviously. The three amigos, but... yeah, three amigos, perfect. Uh, kind of don't know what the fuck they're talking about, because Job's argument cannot be discounted. He is absolutely being like, no, 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 trust me, Good, uh, bad people do prosper. They live great lives. Are you trying yeah. to say that bad people fucking... Your argument is based on the idea that bad people always get their comeuppance? You know, like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. If bad people always get their comeuppance, why are we on this famous podcast? We're evil. <laughs> we and are. here we are living our best life. <laughs> I do bad things. But, uh, uh, no, it's it's insane. And I think that this actually hints to the idea that probably at this point, that this was written or at least recorded orally for the first time, uh, they understood it that they had their God who had his rules and other people had their gods that have their rules. You know, because there was a point clearly earlier in the Bible where they didn't deny the existence of other gods. They just said that they were other gods, right? Or, yeah, weaker or they're not as good. Fight. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what this is getting at. Like, well, how about all those people over there with you know their different setup? But they like, can clearly, have uh, Johnny's family lets him have breakfast for dinner. Like, well, you're not with Johnny's family, and we don't eat breakfast right. for dinner because we're not savages. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, the rest of the chapter, there's not much going on. Job uh, talks about how we're all going to die. He has a funny little line. He's like, you know, some guy lives an awesome life. He's fucking badass. He's feeling great. He's strong. He dies. Some other guy's a total piece of shit. He's a little fucking shriveled up bastard. He dies. Guess what? They're both laying in the ground. They're both fucking dead, aren't they? Uh, what's, what's the big the deal? <laughs> what's, yeah. what's, what's the point of living a good life if none of it matters and we all die? Very same? emo. Something I, I, I think is interesting and uh, sort of an interesting um, dichotomy. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, 2117. How often is the lamp of the wicked put out? How often does their destruction come upon them? The sorrow God distributes in his anger. They are like straw before the wind and like chaff that a storm carries away. They say God lays up one's iniquity for his children. Let him recompense him that he may know it. Let his eyes see his destruction and let him drink the wrath of the Almighty. For what does he care about his household after him when the number of his months is cut in half? We've ourselves complained about this exact thing. Right. You know, like, like, why is it always the generations after that did nothing wrong? It's so fucked up. And we saw this a lot, like, in the in Kings, where, like, the dudes are like, don't worry, don't worry. You may think that rich men who are evil and wicked die happy, but don't worry, their kids are going to get murdered. And Job's like, yeah. yeah, and that fucking sucks. Why would that be fucking cool? Why is it cool? Why, why is God's judgment unerring? That he lets people live wicked, horrible lives, and then they die fine, and then their kids, who've done nothing, get cancer, and God's like, teehee, you don't understand, but this was for your grandpa. <laughs> I, I would like to, I really hope that God tries to answer that question in the end of this book, when we get to God's response to Job. That would be interesting, like, why, why'd you kill my kid? Like, I love the idea that, like, no, no, you must have done something fucked up. It is something that they never mentioned. Like, you must have done something fucked up to have your kids get murdered. He's like, well, what did my kids do? Like, yeah, they're the ones that died, <laughs> the yeah. ones that were butchered, you know, by a fucking torpedo. Yeah, the, the kids are just a toy taken away from them, really. Yeah. It's kind of how it's written. Um, anything else in chapter 21? Nothing. Let's burn this I, up. And, and just kind of, we've already talked about it, but he's like, can anyone teach God knowledge since he judges those on high? You know, yeah. it, it, it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're arguing 
you're missing the fucking point, I think. I think everyone in this Bible, or in this chapter especially, is missing the fucking point. That, you know, you're arguing about whether or not God does these things, but you're not arguing about whether or not God is right. You've already established, like, that everyone's agreeing that God has unerring judgment, but then kind of be like, yeah, it is kind of fucked up that he does that, though. I wonder why he does that. I mean, obviously, he must be perfect, and therefore the reason that he does that, there must be some reason, but I, I don't know. It is bizarre. Uh, chapter 22, Eliphaz is back up. Um, he opens with a really stupid rhetorical question. He says, can a man be of benefit to God? Can even a wise person benefit him? What pleasure would it give the almighty if you were righteous? Well, one, yes, God craves our obedience. I think it's clear. Yeah. And two, yes, because Job's fucking perfection or whatever he has going on is literally something that God is boasting about, you know? So, you're wrong, Eliphaz. God does actually appreciate, maybe even require, human yeah. uh, righteousness. God so, notices every time you see one of those prayers on Facebooks and you don't hit a like for amen. Yeah, and he cries. If you and keep when scrolling, you do like, he catches on to that shit. Yeah, if you hit like, though, he will bust a fat load in your honor. Yeah, Count and if it. you keep on scrolling, your kid's going to get God. <laughs> More than likely. Maybe they're kids, too. Um, <laughs> so then he goes on for a while uh, about how big God is. Yeah, yeah, we get it. You love him. Yeah, he's listening. You got to make sure that he gets his, uh, his fucking good word in. Uh, then he begs Job to repent. And then he does, like, uh, prosperity gospel juiced up to a thousand. Um, Surely, then, you will find delight in the Almighty and will lift your face up to the Lord. You will pray to him and he will hear you and you will fulfill your vows and blah, blah, blah. He's going to give you all the gold from Ophir again and everything's going to be great. You're going to have the choicest silver. I, lo- I, love that, I love that Job's like, no, I'm trying to tell you this thing's complicated. And there's some fucking bullshit and I don't have any way of fixing this because I haven't <laughs> sinned. And they're yeah. like, bro, all you got to do is repent and God's going to replenish everything you've got, you know. Uh, like, just admit that you fucking sinned. Tell all your bros right now, you know? Show me your phone. I want to go through your browser history. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, and, and I like that Job's like, guys, 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 I, you know, because the argument they kind of keep saying is like, again, kind of having two parallel arguments. Uh, they're like, no, 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 trust me, God judges unerringly, punishes the wicked, lifts up the good. And Job is like, no, 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 I'm sure, I'm telling you, God also judges unerringly, but he doesn't, you know, he'll punish the good and the wicked and lift the, you know, blah, 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 that, that thing. And I just think that's fucked up. And they're like, well, are you trying to say that God isn't wise? And, like, I think Job's like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not saying God isn't wise. I'm just saying he's an asshole. Yeah, more or less. Well, that's what he gets to, and in, in speaking of that, in chapter 23, um, first he, he does another begging for an audience thing, and then he talks more about how um, he can't find God anywhere. Uh, but then he, he he wraps up by describing God as pretty, on its face, tyrannical. Um, these words specifically. But he stands alone, and who can oppose him? He does whatever he pleases. He carries out his decree against me, and many such plans he still has in store. Like, he's not even done. Uh, that is what I'm terrified. That is why I'm terrified before him. When I think of all this, I fear him. God has made my heart faint. The Almighty has terrified me. Like, that's not a fucking cool guy. <laughs> I, you know, kind of coming back to the analogy of like the drunk stepfather that just does whatever the fuck he wants. He comes home. Sometimes he's had a bad day. Sometimes he's lost money at the races. You're going to feel it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's going to let you know. Um, yeah. And you better not make it any worse for yourself, homie. <laughs> uh, 23, I, I basically just summed up. Uh, it's Job replying. 
to Eliphaz, and then 24, he goes on. Job keeps talking. I think 24 um, is probably the more interesting. I only have, like, one line about it, but to me, it's kind of the more interesting part of Job, and maybe kind of the part so too. waiting for him to say, you know? Yeah. Uh, His description of how evil humanity is, you mean? Well, I think, you know, because the whole argument is kind of him trying to explain to them, like, no, 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 your central philosophy is flawed. And now his kind of argument is like, not only, just so we're clear, not only has my life become garbage and shit on it, and I didn't deserve it. And you can make any argument you want about how I'm a sinner and how I was asking for it or how I must have done such evil that it was worth my kids dying. But the whole world is shit. I don't know if you're aware, but if you're trying to tell me that God's in control, he's doing a piss poor job of it. And he just lists out all the different ways that all of humanity, probably the people that suffer the most are the righteous ones. You know, yeah. the, the yeah. bandit kings living freely and murdering and killing and, and, and cutting their way through the Midwest. You know, those yeah. guys. People, people stealing great. orphans, donkeys. Yeah, orphans, donkeys Awful. and murdering widows and, and, and showing up in houses where they know the vulnerable, the weak and the infirm are and just stabbing them to death. Those guys are doing great because they're fucking alpha predators. Whereas the rest of the guys, the people just trying to live their lives and be decent and try to just make it from, you know, Shoal to Bill, you know, whatever the fuck. And they're getting murdered on the streets and getting killed by bandits. Those are the fucking ones getting punished out there. They're the ones with the shitty lives. The people trying to live. It, it, your whole argument is that God punishes the wicked and lifts up the good. Look at it from the larger perspective where the wicked are out there doing whatever the fuck they want. And the good are out there just waiting and, you know, just praying and hoping that one of those wicked people doesn't catch them. Yeah, it's weird, though, because then he tacks from listing all these awful things that are just going on. He tacks to being like, well, you know, God does kill all of those people or does lay them all low. Um, so it's almost like he's ins- insinuating, OK, yes, there is some justice. Uh, well, right. And here's the thing. You are not wrong. Uh, my Bible really uh, my concordance kind of chimes in to be like, OK, well, these are controversial verses. And there could be because he basically changes his argument right in the middle of it. Yeah, I don't. And get they it. said that maybe this is like Bill Dad jumping in, and the part where it explains that Bill Dad is saying something is missing. Or I this, think so. Or or the fact because Zophar only speaks twice, right? Yeah. That they think this could be a conversation with Zophar later down the book. You know, like oh, let me explain this, blah blah blah. You know, because. Because Job is like, yeah, the world is wicked. Now, we do know that God punishes the wicked and makes their lives miserable. And it's like, well, you kind of were just making the opposite argument. So it, it doesn't really make sense in the context of the book. It might be a miswriting. It could be an editor just jammed it in there later because, you know, for whatever fucking reason. It could be that it's actually someone else talking, but it's not included in the text. I don't know. but Yeah, it just seems too weird because even then – we get to chapter 25, Bildad's response, and it almost seems to agree with Job, to me. Yeah, um, I mean, 25 is super short, but it's like, yeah, people suck. <laughs> yeah, well, he says, um, how then can a mortal be righteous before God? How can one born of woman be pure? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, that's kind of the stuff that Job has been saying. Well, and a little- I, I, I don't know that it's really contradictory, because their whole point was like, yeah, all men sin. But you have to really be fucking asking for it to get punished the way you are. If you live a life of like, yeah, I suck, but let me repent before God, he'll take care of you, you know. But, you know, and you kind of hear this bullshit like, well, there was no one. There's no one who truly is without sin except for Jesus. So everything that you get is kind of justified. But, you know, if you dedicate your entire fucking life trying to overcome your sin, 
you know, even if it means shooting up three massage parlors, then that's just what you got to fucking do. I guess so. The Bible does say that. So if anyone's wondering, <laughs> I don't say that. Behind, I don't think you should shoot up massage parlors. I don't care who quote me on it. I don't care. Well, the Bible says that you should, though. Yeah. And I disagree with the Bible on that. Likewise. I'm glad we agree on that. Yeah. Uh, that's chapter 25. <laughs> chapter 26. Job gets snarky again. Um, oh, how have you helped the powerless? How you have saved the arm that is feeble? What advice you have offered to one without wisdom? And what great insight you have displayed? Who has helped you utter these words? And whose spirit spoke from your mouth? It's a little tongue-in-cheek there. I think he's saying probably uh, not God. Probably the devil, if I had to guess. Um, so he's being, you know, he's pissed at these guys. This, By the way, this is the end. This, the last two chapters here are Job's final retort to his buddies. And then we're going to go to an interlude before we finish up the rest of the book. So uh, his last chance is, again, just to re- remind them that he knows God's powerful, right? He's like, I get it. God is the fucking king of everything. He can fuck everything up. He cuts bad guys to pieces and blah, he turns, blah, blah, he, blah. He creates the clouds. He makes mountains. One thing that I thought was interesting. And, and Big deal. I can make a cloud. I'll pee in a fire. I'll make a cloud right then. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, one of the things that said, uh, I don't know what your Bible has for um, 2613. By his spirit, he adorned the heavens. His hand pierced the fleeing serpent. And yeah. like my Bible's like, yeah, that is weird. That, you know, because there is that sort of that breakdown between whether or not other gods exist or these fact, but it almost seems like Norse mythology or some other type of mythology. Like, they're basically like, yeah, remember that time God killed the world serpent? You know, I do. this first time we've mentioned this idea of this giant serpent that God fought with that one time, you know, it, I don't know. It, it is just kind of a weird verse, like a weird aside that there's this mention to this mythological serpent that God also fought once. And yeah, it's almost like they just—it's almost like they just decided to settle on someone else's story. <laughs> Remember that time he fought the giant serpent? Like what serpent? Like moving on. <laughs> yeah, very strange. Um, but it's a kind of it's a weird a, introduction in this verse. This is interesting. Um, his hand doth strangle the dragon. Pagan astronomy typified the flood trying to destroy the ark by the dragon constellation about to devour the moon and its eclipse crescent shaped like a boat. So it sounds like it's some pagan astrology shit. My Bible says that, um, you know, in this instance, Job is talking about the, the greatness of the cosmos and heavens and that it might, that could also kind of tie into like, yeah, it's a astrology sort of reference, you know? Um, yeah. Apparently there was also a mythical serpent, Rahab, who was epitomizes the evil forces opposed to God. Yeah, that's that, me. And that it, 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 you know that we're not referring to an actual giant serpent, but sort of like describing the evilness of mankind as a serpent. I don't know. Yeah, just like a, a anthropomorphization or whatever. Yeah, either way, it's fucking weird. I like to. I like. I, I. I like the idea that they're just talking about like a literal fucking like Norse world-eating serpent or Boros type shit. Yeah, I prefer that certainly as the story. Um, all right, so we roll right into chapter 27, which is the last one we'll do today. And it's Job's last little... Well, hold on. Uh, I did have one other thing. I did have one no, other go thing ahead. that's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, 26 is also kind of hammering on, you know, like, oh, yeah, mankind is weak. We're pathetic. God is all-powerful. 
But I, I think one of the funny things he kind of says, he's like, yeah, you know, God's all powerful. And we feel his actions when he destroys mountains and tornadoes, kill our fucking houses, you know. And he's so strong and he's so powerful that he can do all these things and everyone in the world can feel it when he does it. But he can't just be bothered to like, hey, man, you're good. You're cool. Don't go to the mountain tomorrow. <laughs> like like there's this argument that if God is so just, why is he just letting us walk along the roads to get fucking murdered? If he knows where all the bandits are and sometimes he just feels like throwing a tornado through downtown, couldn't he just be like, hey, guys, I'm going to do a tornado later. You know, stay away. Yeah, get out of there. You know, just, yeah. just kind of the argument like if God is feeling like he's going to make a hurricane for the fuck of it, why doesn't he just give us a heads up? He, he can do all these At things. At the very least. Yeah, just. Okay, okay, you're, you're, you're going to drive the car through the living room. Just let me know so I can get off the couch. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Um, <laughs> you would think that that would be the thing he would do for his chosen people, especially young Job. But we know what's really going on up in heaven. And Job's yeah. going to find out soon, I think. Uh, practical joke to the 11th power. Ch- chapter 27. Uh his last words, he basically says, As surely as God lives, who has denied me justice, the Almighty, who has made my life bitter, basically, I swear that I am going to maintain my innocence. Which, because I think to him, to break down and just apologize, even though he didn't do anything wrong, would in itself be a sin. You know, to take uh, take the blame, to, it would be a lie to take blame for something you didn't do. So he's saying, no matter what, I'm sticking to my guns. And let me just say this, one last thing. May my enemy be like the wicked. May my adversary be like the unjust. And then he uh, shortly thereafter gives a short list of things that happen to the wicked at God's hands, which again is basically shit that happened to him. (laughs) Yeah, but it's also like when his argument is like, oh no, God doesn't really, God isn't punishing people based on what they do. He just punishes people, you know. It's not really based on whether or not you're wicked or not. And then he's like, yeah, I hope my enemies are treated as if they were wicked and God punishes them because that's what he does. It's like, wasn't that your whole, isn't that counter to your entire fucking argument? I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's a mess. It is a mess. But you know what? At least he's done talking to those idiots because I was getting tired of reading their bullshit. Yeah, and that's that's it for 27. We're kind of done. Let's, let's. um, I'm I'm so done with this right now. Let's discuss. Yeah, I'm bored with Job. Uh, that is interesting. I guess I, I think it has a lot of maybe real life um, sort of re- relativity. Like it relates to a lot to real life. It, it, a lot of theodicy and a lot of the argument about the existence of God and kind of atheist versus Christian and kind of those arguments are being kind of summed up in this chapter or in these books, yeah. in this book especially. Yeah. So it, in itself, I just, I don't know. I, we didn't really cover that much new ground. Um Maybe if you like read the Bible, you'd enjoy this one. I'm like, you could have just, we got it, you know? Yeah. I think the one round with each of these guys would have done it. Cause yeah. Cause so much of it is just repeating themselves and like again, yeah. again, again. Yeah. I got it. God punishes the wicked. He's all powerful. I'm telling you, I didn't do anything wrong. Just fucking confess to a crime. You didn't commit. Blah, 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 blah. You got to imagine that, uh, the editors for the Bible must have had some sort of a word count requirement for the writers. <laughs> I can't imagine why else they would have written you know it like what, this. You know what? I mean, obviously it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be in the book. You know, because uh, of what the book's trying to accomplish. But I, I love the idea that, like, they're like trying to come to the argument. Job is trying to explain that, yeah, there's something off here. I know there's something weird. You're telling me everyone knows. We all agree that, we, you know, this is all common wisdom. I know, you know, everyone knows that God punishes the wicked, lifts up the good. 
But I'm also noticing a lot of fucking trends. Now that I stopped to think about it, I got all this time on my hand now, you know, it's not like I got a job anymore. Um, I, I, I'm noticing all these instances where good people are getting punished and the wicked live long, healthy lives and something's fucking wrong there. And they're trying to have this argument to like explain it away when the simpler answer is, oh, there just is no God. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I wish yeah. one of the fucking guys would be like, I wonder if there even is a God. You think, there's, you think, you think just a tornado happened? Yeah. But I feel like there would be a lot of like looking up at the sky after they said that, just waiting for one to drop on them. <laughs> well, it makes me – it's kind of one of those arguments that I have a lot. Uh, no, I mean I don't really get in arguments anymore. But a long time ago when I still had like people trying to convert me and shit, that, yeah. you know, these people are like with these arguments of like uh, theology and like trying to explain like, no, you understand that's that's God, infinite mercy. And the reason he creates hurricanes is, is to judge us. Like, you know, the simpler answer is just that – Hurricanes just are a, a, a polar depression based on like low wind pressures coming off the coast of Africa. You know, like it's not really. That's the simpler answer. The simpler answer is that you know we can make all you can you can knock yourself out just trying to figure out how you explain how like Katrina needed to destroy New Orleans to make your worldview work. It could also just be that random shit happens because we live on a floating ball in space. Could be. Know. This whole argument because New could Orleans be was so, well. No, I think scientifically, and no one's brought this up new orleans was really low right <laughs> really low yeah. below sea level right. so naturally it's like a drain everything just falls into right, it including right, hurricanes right, right. it's like when you drop a ball bearing and like the floor is not level everything is just yeah. going to go to that one just floor. rolls right in there yeah that's a good point yeah. um, <laughs> um the other thing is and this just reminds me of an argument i used to have a lot as well is like i don't know man i don't know if everyone had this argument maybe in the small town i lived in but kind of once i stopped drinking the the Kool-Aid even, you know, Romans 122. Uh, and there was that sort of like, that, that, you know, people would be like trying, just trying so hard to coerce you back into the church, you know. There's just something about it. But I remember someone yelling at me, and and this happened even recently, but the idea like, what, you just think all the events are random? You just think that it's all, we just came here by chance and evolution and, and bullshit? Like, isn't that just such a harrowing idea? Doesn't that just fill you with like existential dread, the idea that there is no meaning, there is no purpose, and that... You know, everything's just a random event. And I'm like, if the alternative is this, then actually I still think that no. this is better. Yeah. It, yeah, it, sounds great. Yeah. If the, I would rather no one be in control than the idea that God makes hurricanes as a joke. That would yes. be preferable to me. On a bet. <laughs> yeah. You know. You know. Yeah, I'll take my chances with the fucking dice roll. Thank you. Yeah, I, God created 9-11 because he thought it'd be funny. I would rather just believe that Saudi Arabians thought that it would be a joke i would rather the saudi arabians did it as a joke Ooh, <laughs> we really need to make a uh a uh satire like conservative christian facebook page or something and i'm picturing like a comic strip that we could make okay. where dev satan's up at heaven and he's like oh god i bet I bet your American Christian patriots will forsake you if you knock down their two tallest towers. And God's like, oh, no, they won't. Fume, <laughs> planes. Wait till we start calling them freedom fries, you bitch. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. Got them. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I would rather, yeah, I'm actually, I'm completely okay with the idea that there is r- random meaninglessness to the existence of mankind. Than the idea as that long God as it ends with me dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. That's just the sweet embrace of the quietness. <sighs> Well, that's enough of this bullshit for the day. You know what I'm saying? Do we still have a Twitter? Do I got to do that? Yeah, I've told you this week in, week out, baby. You got to go make a Twitter account. No, 
one. Ca- I don't know. Okay. Listen, uh, you also have access. You're the only one that has access to our original email. Right. That you made. So use that to sign up for Twitter. You made it. You made a revelations at gmail.com, which isn't our email. Our email Don't is revelationspodcast at gmail.com because <laughs> Cole made a revelations at gmail.com and then like didn't tell me. Right. Anyways. I originally wanted our name to be the hate criminals, but <laughs> that's a new thing. Come on. You just came up with that name. Um, Do you know what the super straight movement is? Oh, I heard about that. That's the guys that uh, it's like a straight pride thing. Is that what it is? I, I don't know. I, I've heard of straight pride, but I don't know what fucking super straight is. Uh, oh, no, that's right. It's a new identity, sexual identity. That's where you're... Super straight? Yeah. It's where you're <laughs> repressing things so hard that you vaulted yourself into another level of straightness. Power level 9,000 straightness. I mean, it's the joke is that it's like the stupid Apache helicopter joke, right? Like, right. oh, they're, they're I identify as this. The only joke this. they have. Right. Yeah. But now it's one for sexual orientation instead of gender identity. Uh, a social media trend has people identifying as super straight. The transphobic campaign was meant to divide LGBTQ people. This is from Insider.com. Uh, I guess it's something people can claim. The term is, according to Urban Dictionary, the term is meant to refer to a preference of the opposite sex with the exclusion of transgender people. Though it's described oh. in a preference. Okay. I, I think I understand it. I didn't understand it. I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? I have heard kind of from transgender rights activists and maybe just transgender people in general the idea of like if i identify as a woman then i'm a woman and there's a bit of a gray area in there where if like well i'm a man and i'm straight and i'm attracted to women of whether or not when i say i'm attracted to women whether or not that includes trans women as well as uh cisgendered women that kind of thing sure and i guess they're trying to make the argument like no i'm cis straight i enjoy women with a vagina you know sure which I think it's stupid. I mean, I mean, the whole point you, of it being just to get into an argument, like any of this shit fucking matters. Yeah. So, yeah. Why do you need an identity to decide who you're going to have sex with? Why not just don't have sex with people you don't want to have sex with? Yeah, I don't. Isn't that easy? <laughs> I guess. I, I like I the idea the that, like, is- like, I like the idea that, like, well, I could just have, I have so many options for sex, you guys, that I got to fucking, I got to put this out there up front, you know? I want everyone to know who I'm allowed to have sex with. Cause otherwise it's just, it'd be all day long trying to fucking yeah. handle this on a, on a, on a, if I do, if I do this on a one-off basis, if I do this made to order, it's going to be all day long. I got to fucking, uh, Oh yeah. Put out a menu at, you know, and immediately cut to a scene of them doing a fat line of blow off a trans woman's dick. <laughs> <laughs>